But I was going into Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-Wing. We're all out of X-Wing, so I guess we got to talk about power converters. Just kidding, we still have no power converters. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle. And I'm Greg Smith. And let's get into it. Uh, but first, have we been up to anything interesting these past couple weeks? It's been uh, two weeks since we recorded last, so has anything changed in the world? Nope. <laughs> nah, not really. Nope. We are we are we are in the spring doldrums as it is. Uh, our local X-wing league has gotten off to a slow start. People are still kind of slowly filtering into playing in person, but enjoying that as it goes. Uh, I've been catching up on Netflix and just getting work done around the house. It's been a uh, it, it's weird. Spring's usually when people are supposed to be going out and getting active and getting stuff done, but everything's kind of just still at half speed. To be fair, it's been overcast for the last like week here. Very true. Yeah. Kind of, kind of hard to get motivated. Yeah. Just the what? more, the more it rains, the more I'm not looking forward to mowing my lawn this weekend. Oh yeah, that grew up quick. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. got dandelions everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we go to the we go to the park uh, at least once a day, sometimes twice a day, and. It was because it rained the other day, and one of the slides up top was soaked. So Archer goes up, and he comes down the slide super slow. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And his pants, his socks, his shoes, and his shirt are completely (laughs) dry. And so what does he do? He just takes them all off before I could do anything. And so he's just a little diaper boy running around. The, there was nobody else in the park. It was like it was like eleven o'clock on like a couple you know, like on a Monday or something. Like I don't know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he was just having a blast. <laughs> As so one been wet. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Uh, on the X Wing front, the Mon Cala tournament was at the beginning of this month. Uh, Doug and I flew in it. it. Was the first extended tournament with the new squadron packs. Uh, and it. Uh, I'll. I'll... I'll admit, I uh, I bombed out. I went 0-2. I was flying the 4X2Z list, and I ran into some very hard lists that I hadn't really anticipated, flown by very good opponents who used high-agility ships to just make my life a frustrating two rounds. Uh, it's If you can't get those tracers to land, yeah, you got a lot of red dice, but if they're not hitting against high-agility ships, it's, uh, it's an uphill battle. Uh, I did have one of my lowest finishes in the Swiss ever, but on the bright side, uh, I finished ahead of Marcel Manzano, who had to unfortunately go a one and drop, but I can pretend that's a point of pride. Uh, Doug, how'd you do? Uh, I played longer, but ultimately <laughs> I dropped it two and three. Um, I felt like I was a little off over the day, like I just wasn't wasn't uh, completely locked in. Um, I had one really good game on stream. Um, I think it was round three. Really good game on stream. Yeah. yeah. Um, really swingy back and forth. And uh, Defender Vader did Defender Vader things. Um, and Echo refused to die for a very long period of time, which uh, I feel like I burned up all of my Echo skill for the day in that game because the next two games I just straight fed her to the opponent <laughs> and uh, had to play from behind. And it didn't go well either time. Uh, uh, so. Uh, I don't think it was indicative to the strength of the list. Like, I, I definitely think I could have done better with it. But, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so how do you feel that uh, Defender Vader, having actually fielded it in a tournament, how do you feel it uh, fits into the meta? Um, He's probably not the best in the current meta because it's a lot of higher ship counts, but he's a, still a really stupid ship. And uh, he's bad for the game because if the ship count ever goes lower, he just gets stronger and stronger. Official stance of this podcast. What that just did. So I suppose uh, my ship counts are a good answer to him. They're the only answer to him, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because an optimally flown Vader, I think. Yeah. So my my fifth round was against the Malaris Swarm, and I literally lost Echo for one Tie Fighter because I just flew her into the teeth of everything, um, and I was able to survive for a long time, but with a high ship count. 
for Defender Vader, you're essentially either running or you're getting blocked most of the time. Uh, so you can you can effectively make the damage output of the list zero by bringing high ship counts because he has to keep disengaging constantly or he dies. Very true, very true. Well, uh, we wouldn't see Vader win the tournament. That would be taken by Andrew Oler, who brought... Greg, you want to take this one? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> we got the tubes with perceptive copilot. That's Ben Thick, two tubes, uh, not his brother. Um, so, in the U-Wing, perceptive copilot, Leo Organa with the pivot wing, uh, Kyle in the Hawk, Jen Erso with Baldy Crow, Garvin in the X-Wing, and Hera with Fred Tracers. Um, yeah, who knew Infinite Focuses with Garvin was good? And uh, so at one point on stream, okay, I guess this was his finals game. Somebody, uh, the, the other guy made the mistake of shooting at Garvin. And uh, uh, the announcers, uh, Dion, thought that he should have actually shot at Benthic to get rid of him because there was two evades. Let's see if I remember this right. Uh, yeah, I think it was two evades, a focus token, and then Hera had a focus token on Garvin. So they shot at Garvin, and Garvin just like evaded like all but like one damage for the whole volley. And uh, they were playing against uh, four Tie X ones, um, three of them with fire control systems, and Jendon. So there was potentially four three-die attacks, or five three-die attacks uh, coming back in to Garvin. That's a lot. Yeah. And then to be able to just shake all of it off, except for like one or two shields, I think it might have been a shield. And the first round of engagement is just insane. And yeah, it was like infinite token passing. And it I mean, it's nice to see the Rebels uh, do well, because um, I like the Rebels, but... <laughs> Let's be honest here, that's super gimmicky, and it feels, in my opinion, pretty 1.0. Yeah, so I think the specific list probably overkills token passing a little bit, uh, but the idea <laughs> is very Paratani-esque, where you just bring a lot of efficient ships that will literally always have a focus token because of just the raw number that they pass around. And oh, like, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it reminds and, me of Mindling ships, yeah. Yep. And, and yeah. Paratani wasn't oppressive because it did something over the top for first edition. It was just too efficient. And this kind mm -hmm. of feels in the same boat. Um, I still think you could sub out, you could easily sub out either Benthic or Garvin for a different ship in this list and you wouldn't really lose much. Uh, but I'm mean, obviously he did really well. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked a lot about the strength of the rebel faction being damage passing. We've always had Garvin and Benthic and Kyle and ships like Asigi that have allowed focus passing. Has Hera just been the, the missing piece, or is it the piece that's brought attention to this mechanic? Because you could, do, you could do all this the before. Absolutely. The, the difference is that she can do it when it's actually necessary. Mm -hmm. Right. And she and, always does it at the right time. Yeah. And so the specific reason why I mentioned that Benthic and Garvin could probably trade it out here is because the Jin or so crew on Kyle is the, the specific thing that makes it so good. Because now at any timing window, Hera can pass either a focus or an evade yep. to the ship that needs it. And that's, I want to point out what Greg said. They made the mistake at sh of shooting at Garvin, which is because Garvin has infinite evades. Like, because he's all, if he's always spending a focus, I guess he doesn't have infinite evades. Never mind. Ignore me. I had watched the game. Well, but. What, so what he did, Garvin, though, was he, he had two evades, yeah. because he got one from Benthic, he got one from Kyle, and he got his own focus. And then when he spends his focus, Hera can give him either the focus or the evade back. Yeah, so I didn't right. watch the final, but it's almost always the wrong call to shoot at something with two evades and a focus. Like, I mean, I don't know what the board state was, and like maybe but, his other shots were like range three obstructed or something, but like you're not going to do damage nah. to the ship if you shoot at it. It was like a, pr it was pretty jousty. Like, I, I mean, I didn't hate the engage for the Imperial player. Um, and yeah. then you really couldn't fault the rebel player because he knew exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, minus is round five of the day and round yeah. 11 of the weekend. Like he was, he could have been tired and just oh. was like, oh, I want to get that off the board so that some of the synergy has gone. But 
Yeah, I mean, right. pro tip, don't shoot at things. If they have more than two tokens, never shoot at them if you can help it. If they have yeah. two tokens, try to find a better target. Like, two focuses is okay if you're taking one shot. Like, you can shoot well, a whole yeah, hawk, but... But if this is an entire list pouring into something. Like, yeah. And then Garvin's extra bad, because even when he spends the focus, he just passes it on. And if you're taking multiple right. shots, he is going to spend the focus eventually. Yep. And the, the thing is, so Hera is the missing piece, because Garvin, before, was like... I, you know, he wants to shoot first because he wants to pass his focus. Well, now it really belongs to Hera and it never, never truly with quotation marks belonged to Garvin, except for a slight split second. And so you could spend it or not. You don't really care because Hera is still there. Right. So and you're not. Yeah. If Garvin doesn't actually bad. matter. Yeah. And, and so. What Garvin does do specifically in this list is if you make make the mistake and shoot at him, and let's say he rolls like I-I, he takes Hera's focus and then gives it back to Hera because of how Garvin works. So you're, exactly. you're literally just giving him free mods. Exactly. And the, um, yeah, there's no using it and passing it off to a ship that then has to either be shot at or use it while they shoot. There's no decision making. Indeed. It's literally, oh, you shot at Garvin, I rolled a focus, okay, I'm going to spend Hera's and then give it back to Hera. What yeah, what so. would you like to do next in 1.0 X-Wing? Like, Which is really strong, but uh, all just, of that boils down to just don't shoot a Garvin, and this is a, a lot less of a problem. It's just um, super 1.0 to me. I just And, I, and yeah. again, and I said this on the last episode, I love the Rebels. I play Hera because I like her character, and she's strong. I'm not, not going to play Hera. But it's totally not good for the game. It's very bad. It's bad. Yeah, I think it's just simply a price problem. Like, uh, oh, big on top time. of everything else, she's yeah. an I6A wing, which means she's useful outside of how ridiculous her ability is. Um, and that would be great. I would love for them to have an I6A wing. Like, that's awesome. Having an I5A wing in Ahsoka is awesome. It's nice to have that. But yeah, they need to price her a little bit different so she's not doing stuff like this. And then that's totally fine. I, I just found something here that... It only works in Epic, but I think I found a way to make that token passing and stacking even more ridiculous. Because if you've got the ability to throw three or more tokens onto Garvin like that, in Epic you could also run, say, Cath Scarlet with the In It For The Money command uh, upgrade, which is, uh, I believe it comes with the... Uh, Fugitives and Collaborators pack, which says uh, you equip it, and it says you can be included in Republic, Rebel, and Resistance squads, but then you put Gamut Key on there, <laughs> and you let Gamut Key say, hey, keep all those tokens for next round. Wait, how are you putting Gamut in a Rebel list? Uh, with the... Uh, a ship equipped with the in it for the money upgrade, which says uh, uh, okay. a scum ship it can be included yeah, in Republic. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> which I, I guess I had remembered something about that. I thought, wait a minute, what if you put Gamut Key in there? <gasps> you can do that in Epic. Now it's it's a silly gimmick, but isn't that what Epic is for? Yes, <laughs> actually, yes, I want one hundred percent what Epic is for. Uh, but yeah, that's just uh, it's. I I like seeing this list from a you can't really even call it a jank list because there's so much synergy and efficiency to it uh it, i mean it's the epitome of rebels like passing yeah. tokens and being able to help your friends like it is 100 percent rebel if you go back to just one year ago when the idea of hera uh, wasn't even a glimmer in anybody's eye none of these three pilots would ever be seen anywhere near a list even though they have their uses around there benthic you'd be laughed out of a tournament for in most places kyle, kyle quite prominent at the very beginning of kyle yeah kyle did have uh, a lot of uses there especially with Jin on board garvin i i've made top eight with garvin but that's morally more because i wanted another i4 in the list uh, but you're right, this this passing of tokens makes it really good. Now, does the recent errata to Hera, which this tournament had followed, even though uh, the errata came out after the tournament, it was following the original rules, uh, does it affect the strength of this combo? No. No, I mean, it, so there is technically one interaction where, by the previous ruling, on turn one, Kyle takes a focus, and then when Hera engages, she passes Kyle a focus. 
and he gets two focuses right off the bat. Oh, okay. and that's just that's just X wingers trying to break it. Yeah, yeah but like that's I, ridiculous. Literally, the only way that kind of comes in useful is if you guys are head on jousting and both going fast. But so essentially, there yeah. is no meaningful thing. The only if you're... <laughs> the only meaningful quote nerf to the Hera interaction is if you are bringing munitions that require target locks on lower initiative stuff. So because by the previous ruling, Hera could pick up the target lock and then pass it to you before you had to fire the torpedo. So then you could fire the torpedo because you had the lock, and now you can't. Okay, yeah, because she now takes place in the modified dice step. Yeah, so that's that's really the only meaningful way that it's nerfed. Okay. Actually, that interaction sounds way more wholesome than what people are doing, and why people are mad about yeah, Hera being quotation marks nerfed. I think about... the Hera fact was specifically to clarify how her ability works. Like it's just yeah. uh, we're going to put it in this specific timing window so that we don't have to worry about the rules nightmares that will develop right. as more and more stuff comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Indeed. but it does nothing. To, it does nothing to her. Like. She's like, okay, I can't use it for munitions. You can literally use it any other time. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's still fine. I mean, if no. if you have target lock munitions, you, yeah, you take the target yeah. lock if possible, and then Hera can pass you the focus if you need it. It's right. just not as incredibly efficient, but still really, really good. Oh, part so of I it, have... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Spinal. A part of that specific interaction with munitions was that she was in a ton of multi-aiming lists that were in a lot of prockets. Right. So her tossing the focus at the start of combat was super helpful if one had to, like, boost roll or something. But yeah, like, it's fine. We made it easier to play X-Wing for the future. I'm fine with whatever that happens. Like, Alright, so I have been looking at this list, and Greg, do you honestly think Benthic is necessary in the list for it to function? <laughs> no. All right, so here's a variant that I made that I think does what essentially what this list does, but better, which is it's the exact same Kyle and the exact same Hera. I did Biggs instead of Garvin and Hef Tauber instead of Benthic, and it lets you put Selfless on Kyle, uh, Selfless on Hef Tauber. You don't have Perceptive Copilot, so I'll just re-say the list entirety. It's Hef Tauber with Selfless Leia and Zeb Crew, Kyle with Selfless Jin and Moldy Crow, Hera with Tracers, and Biggs with R5. And that's the exact same number of points. See, I went a different direction yeah. with my optimized version. Quote-unquote optimized. I Were we supposed to build Hera. an optimized version? No, no. no. I was just kidding about what we're talking. Yeah. We both did. I'm Kyle, but I did Wedge and Biggs. Wedge and the X-Wing and Biggs, which can also do Nora yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I figured Leia was actually probably pretty important to the list because it's pretty immobile, and being able to get the red K turns in is really nice for... Well, the red stop and the red 4K for the X-Wing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Wedge adds a lot more offense to it. True. What if... Uh, you can drop Harris Tracers, which is 50-50, good or bad. Yeah. And do Nora in the Ark with Leia as well. And well, I like Nora in the Ark. Uh, someone ran something like that, uh, a variant with uh, Nora, I believe. So... Yeah, there are a lot of options. There are some really good pieces here, and congratulations to Andrew for flying it to victory. Uh, aside from the winner, we did see, as predicted, a lot of quote-unquote generic spam, uh, much of it in the form of Imperial lists using Disciplined, which I think we can all agree right now is probably the best faction talent for its cost. Fearless. Selfless. Unless you yeah. Ones. For for the cost, I'm saying, you know, no, the fact that discipline is cheap. are better at three points than discipline is at one. Discipline oh. is easier to use than either of them, though. Like fearless is probably better, but only on fangs, because of the nature of how they want to act. Like I think discipline is just genuinely really easy to slap into lists, which is mm -hmm. what's wrong. That's fair, but I still stand by selfless. Yeah, uh, it the results did kind of follow what we had said earlier that the list that Steve Cotillo took the. Commissioner Gorin and his Merry Men, uh, that being a hyperspace list, didn't show up much. I believe one or two versions of it were in the list, but none of them placed very highly. So that, again, could have been because it's a hyperspace list. It could have been because it was just a one-off list. Uh, we did see a lot of the cartel spacers, which are still a solid swarm choice in Extended. And to my jealousy, uh, John DeBoer took an Initiative 2 version of 4X2Z and made it to the top cut, which uh, kind of makes me happy because I'm glad to see the versatility of the archetype, but it makes me more jealous than anything else. But uh, good on him. He had he had some uh, 
some good matchups and from what it looks like just in the records flew really well so congratulations john for uh taking the archetypical jousting list and doing well with it plus we saw fan langalan of the netherlands make the top eight with uh four k-wing bomber wardens <laughs> uh to quote one of our local players jake Sheely, fan langalan could make cut with two cans of soup and an i2 bottle cap yeah that... but like four k-wings has done well in metas previously like i yeah. The, right. the only real difference is that thermals were released, which gives them another a new cheap bombing option other than mm-hmm. seismic charges. Like barrage rocket K wings were really really popular when you could fit proton bombs on all of them, yeah. and then they went up. I think barrage rockets went up, so you couldn't fit protons anymore, and they disappeared. But like the archetype still existed. It just thermals kind of reactivated it. Yeah, there's. I mean, that just goes to show that right now this tournament saw so many different lists. We didn't see a. Uh, any kind of bunching of you know popular lists uh there were i think the I most common say, list was uh django zam variants i do want to yeah. say one thing on that note mm-hmm. cookie cutter copies of a list have never ever been popular like even the most popular cookie cutter list of all yeah, time in second edition yeah are 10 percent of the field maybe like the exact copy i I think it's more, I, I don't know, I like to look at archetypes instead of specific mm-hmm. lists, and there's a lot of swarms and a lot of jesting lists as well. But Which is jousting lists. true. Like I said, uh, we we saw quite a few Django Zam lists, but I don't think any of them were identical. Uh, we saw the, uh, you pointed out there were a couple of the Torkoal and five Autoblaster 6. I think one or I two really people. like, except for the Autoblaster part of them. Yeah, uh, one or two people brought your uh, Fenbosk uh, Kanan list, I think. Which is what I intended to bring if I played. But I, I had to play against it uh, this past weekend in uh, uh, our league. It's it's a rough list. I, hope I never have to play against it. Oh, <laughs> uh, hope we never get matched up again because I'm bringing it just for that purpose. It's again one uh, one generic list that I really liked that I'd never seen anybody try was uh, four zealous recruits and then a Jakku gunrunner with Gleb and afterburners, uh, which is like a Very it's almost like a throwback to like the four BZ first edition, but your B wings are, are fangs and then you get a, a quad jumper in there with a coordinate yeah. but, and uh, and a boost like there's a fast yeah, quad like, jumper. I actually think that's a, a really really interesting list. Dan Coppins who made uh, top eight with it like that's that's a really cool. list. Uh-huh. You mentioned it's like 4BZ, but I look at that list and all I can think of is just massive anxiety. (laughs) One Fang is stressful enough for me. I can't imagine trying to fly four of them. I don't fly Fang Swarms either. (laughs) But I did like the list, and I think it's actually really solid. Obviously, Fang Swarms are a proven archetype from literally the entirety of 2nd edition. Like four. Yeah, like you're you're living on the edge, so to speak. But uh, the thing is, those recruits are actually still pretty tanky for their price, even without the ability. It's just the ability pushes them to crazy levels. Yeah, the difference is that um, Fen is not efficient without his ability. Yeah, because you're paying an extra 30 points. But the Zealous Recruit at, are they still 41? Like that's, I believe so. That's, yes. They're, on average, as tanky, if not more than an X-Wing for this, for yeah. about the same cost. I believe mm-hmm. I brought up, I know I've done it at least locally, Quad Jumpers with, with Gleb being a really strong choice. Yeah. So I'm yeah. also really happy to see this do well. But Because mm-hmm. this lets the Gunrunner, like, in certain matchups, he can kind of hang back and just give these Zealous Recruits more actions when they need them. And at other times, he can gun in there and just engineer their offense even more. Like, mm-hmm. actually, I really like it too. Um, I like the list. And, and uh, also looking at commonalities among lists in disturbing breaking has Greg been right all along? News: five different lists brought benthic two tubes, and two of them made the cut. Greg, what do you yeah. know that we don't? <laughs> uh, well, he's the best U-wing. I think everybody's known that for a while. Uh, what? What? <laughs> what happened? Um, Podcast yeah. over. I would just like to point out that while two of them did make the cut, the other three finished in the lower half of the field. We don't talk so, about those how people. How many of the five had Hera? Is it all of them? Except for the uh, one no, Dash. some of them had Dash. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say. Three, three of them had Hera. Oh. Okay, well, nice segue, Alex. Um, let's go into the Benthic Dash list. That guy. <laughs> is amazing so i did and i don't know if i i did say it on the last podcast i think that dash was going to show up now i did not predict uh dash and a u-wing let alone dash and the tubes um, predicted separately last time <laughs> we, 
Like, Dash is good. Also, tubes are good, but definitely not together. <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite of what I thought. Hey, Inquisitors are good. Soon here is good. What if I flew them together? And I was wrong. Um, and then I also it's kind of, I guess, on topic, off topic. Uh, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, uh, but I have said that I do not think that a non-original faction will win until there's a points update. And I think even after that, it's going to be a stretch. Yeah, yeah that's... So, well, it, we, so we don't know much about it, but the uh, the Fury of the First Order pack that has been spoiled could change that up a little bit. It could change Fury that, true. and I mm-hmm. hope it do. Yeah. yeah but right now we've had two consecutive finals with Imperials and Rebels. And Scum actually also in shambles. I, I could still <laughs> easily see uh, Django Zam sneaking in and winning a tournament. Like it's still oh, a very good list. I'm so sick um, and tired of Django Zam. I do think it's worse than extended pretty it, pretty significantly. It's like I just big, think there's a lot more out there that can deal with it. A big uh, gap but it's still a good ceilings, list. Like a lower ceiling in. I'm it literally has made me not want to play this whole entire CIS faction. I played it once against Al, uh, Alex, right? That was our game. So did we? Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah, and but like other than that, I never really touched it. I tried to do stuff with it, like when we were uh, training for the mini chlorine. But I, I, I it literally, I don't like the archetype in the faction. I do not like it. I, I hate me, it. I just feel like it's vessel being ridiculously undercosted. Like right, uh, and uh, when they get a points form. increase, it'll go away. Yeah, but like so the because I played Zam Grievous third ship against you. I was DBS four hundred four. The, right. the mm-hmm. one-shot wonder that survived right. APT against the thing. Um, <laughs> but the like, rest of the game wasn't good, but that yeah, one like I made that list like 30 minutes before we played our games that day, and like Zam just yeah, married me because she's... I'm, okay, the point is that Zam is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Yes, it is ridiculous. Well, we mm-hmm. saw it in my game against Alex as well. It's ridiculous. I literally did like, what, one forwards and one banks and maybe a 4K or with three talent, whatever they have. And it was like, okay, I'm in this spot, and then Alex would move, and it was like, I guess you shoot me, and then I shoot you twice. Yeah, I brought seven ships, though. So yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that, yeah. That's the only time. Uh, well, Mini Chlorian, we played against. I'll have played against Django Zan. Mm-hmm. But uh, those are the only two times I've actually I didn't uh, hit Django. No, I guess I hit in a tournament. But yeah, yeah. Is. yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. It It's sad. It's just sad that CIS lost their um, yeah, yeah and I think that's combined with some nerf aversion <laughs> towards vultures because vultures went up a point uh, at the same time, and um, yeah. their other yeah. new thing in the tri fighter not being very appealing. Oh, yeah. Ooh, let's not even bring up the tri fighter. Sad. Yeah. I was going to say, I do think a droid swarm can be viable in this meta. Oh, I think it can too, but it's like people aren't doing. Although, I will say, droid swarms are significantly worse into other. Oh. Efficiency lists when the efficiency lists all have three agility because mm-hmm. droids die a lot Ooh. faster than like six do. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Yep. So one other fun thing, just with some uh, some numbers there, there were five benthic two tubes in the entire tournament. There were three soon tier fells. <laughs> Who would have ever thought we'd see more of uh, <laughs> the the C tier U wing than soon tier fell the Ace of Legend. Yeah, that's pretty I'm, funny. I mean, to be honest, Rebel players love running janky pilots. Like, yeah. It's just a it's fact. It's part of their identity the Rebel player. Like, Matt, like, your, really? favorite, your favorite pilot is Jack Porkins. Like, yeah. like, every Rebel player has a pilot like that, that they're like, I don't care if it's bad or not. I like it, and I want to play it. And In five people, it was Benthic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. But so, even with uh, not the most spectacular finishes, and admittedly, after two rounds, I was a bit salty at my my poor performance in retrospect i really enjoyed what came out of this tournament uh everything it it's just so much all the time that makes a lot of sense i mean there's just so much all the time, so much all the time. i can you repeat yourself for me please <laughs> diversity of lists is what i'm trying to say um, um, yeah just does... looking at the top 32 is amazing to me i've been I've been kind of scrolling through it. Um, I looked at it a little bit last week, but it's like I'm kind of looking at it now, and it just—I love it. It's just awesome. Yeah, some oh, of these. Oh, but 
Yeah, Boba Nim. I flew Nim in the very first TTS tournament. I think Nim can be very good now that um, he has other Bob options. Like, yeah, I uh, I believe that Boba Fat Nim. (laughs) That is a fat Nim. I haven't been able to. I've literally looked at Nim and just been like, ooh. I believe. I believe Nim can do it, and Nim did go out in the top thirty-two, but he came in sixteenth in Swiss, which is yeah. Uh, This was. Uh, Ernestus Romanowskis flying. I think I remember him running uh, some sort of NIM list in first edition to pretty high success. I mm-hmm. recognize the name. Uh, yeah, I've uh, wound up in, I believe, the, uh, the the attendance rooms with him before. He's a really interesting fella. Uh, Boba with Fearless, Prox Mines, Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, Hull Upgrade, Ablative Plating, and Androsta, taking advantage of the two mod slots that Boba now has. And then Nim with Expert Handling, Ion Cannon Turret, Dengar, Seismic Charges, Proton Bombs, Hull Upgrade, Havoc, and Trajectory Simulator. What? what? That is ridiculously chunky. And... Boba Fett with Andresta? Yeah! Ridiculous. I know, but I... It's... You're already a bomb list. It actually checks out to me. Oh, yeah. No, it totally makes sense. It's just... It's awesome. Like, the guy did it. Uh, I, I do. I love that so much. That's uh, uh, just that, this is the kind of thing you can run now. So I guess advice to folks out there, if you've got something you just really want to play, go for it. It might be. Yeah, anyway. Well, you should never not fly a list you don't want to play just because it might be a good list. Like, but yeah, indeed. yeah that's the point. Yeah, try. It's a wide open meta right now. Especially yeah. when things recently change, because everything's going to blow up, and there's not going to be anything established. So you can really just experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm we really screwed. With we were talking a bit about this uh, offline. That one major change over this past year, even though we've had the availability of TTS play, is that le- fewer people, I think, are getting as many casual games in like we used to uh, before tournaments. Uh, I mentioned that when we'd be prepping for a system open. We'd fly our list against what we think we'd see in the meta, uh, high agility ships or jousting lists or turrets or whatnot. And there's there has- also a lot less people playing objectively. Like right, and that's that's one of the things uh, I mentioned. You know, going in with my four X two Z list, I hadn't flown it against uh, a you know span of three agility ships and didn't realize that there are some very unique challenges against that type of list that aren't there if you're going into you know others so yeah I like think... in round four i played against quad hmp and that list has been out for almost six months now over six months now and in the old days i would have played against this list quite a few times already and i it was the first time i'd, I'd flown against it it was the second time i'd ever flown against an hmp yeah i've, I've still never flown against I, like same to me with the hmps last time like at uh, Aces tournament, like I never even played against. I think somebody played one against me in our TTS league, but otherwise, I had seen, I was not prepared for what that list could do. Yeah. So uh, also, yeah, practice where you can. It's a uh, it's a good thing. Or accept so. that your results are going to be kind of random because you just might never face the thing you that the person knows what they're doing with. I went the entire inquisitor meta without seeing inquisitors in a tournament i played in six tts tournaments during that time never hit inquisitor i have yet to play against a spam inquisitor list in my whole life so fix that i was gonna say that i'm looking at these and there's no tie v1 swarms but nothing has changed uh for the for the game or for imperials other than discipline coming out well hyperspace versus extended also to be fair there was ah okay that's there fair. was an England tournament that had 193 people that was won by six inquis- six barons with uh, the discipline shenanigans. Yeah, it's oh, still okay. good. It just didn't show up okay. for whatever reason to Moncala. Right. And that's fine. I, I like that there's variant. I was just looking because I, I figured free agility, swarm, strong. So definitely. Yeah. And but that's probably the biggest thing to take away from this is not to take anything away from any performances, but this is one tournament. It doesn't define any sort of meta or any top list or anything. It's so what you're a, saying is that point. Benthic two tubes might not be the best pilot. Well, he's still the best pilot. It's oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay, he has the most. Right. Tubes. He just oh. already was obviously the best pilot. Obviously. This is right. just reinforcement. Yes. Right, right. This right. is the evidence supporting. Right. Obviously. Well, 
we've talked about it being a wide open meta and you can bring anything you like. So we're going to do a fun little uh, experiment to see if we can make literally anything work. Uh, we're going to do a little, we know for the record. <laughs> yeah. we're going to do a little random list generation and optimization exercise. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, Alex pick our first faction that we're going to randomly generate some pilots from. We're going to, let's do extended. All right. Um, give me the Jedi Republic. Give me the Republic. The Republic. All right. So what we're going to do here is uh, pull in some randomization. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the list uh, as it is here. I'm just going to spam it in our chat. And then what you can do is change out the upgrades, if you like and see what you can do but you got to keep these uh three pilots and it's giving you a three ship well, list here and to be clear i think we're all looking at this not just yeah, yeah. We're, we're all looking at this here uh the list it has given us is ayla secura in the ada anakin in the delta seven and rick ollie Wait. in the n1 so for the record the list as is is pretty plain. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, the list as is is Ayla with patience, HLC, and R two A. No config on Anakin. Yeah, Anakin with extreme oh. maneuvers. Okay, it is. Oh. It's it's Aether Sprite Anakin with extreme maneuvers, R two D two, and angle deflectors, and Rick Ollie with proton torpedo. But I can add one hundred ninety seven, which means you could drop. You drop angle deflectors and I add CLT to Anakin. I. I mean, I just draw. I went up to Delta B Anakin because I like that. Um, it you just, get to Delta B Anakin pretty easily too. You just drop the pro torps off Rick. He doesn't fire torpedoes very often anyway. And you drop R two D two. And you drop R two D two. And then I've you have patience. You can mess around with some of the points on Ayla to get regen on Anakin if you want it. Like you can drop the heavy laser cannon and her mech to put an R two on Anakin. You have five points left over there. Like, so what I did was I uh, I made Ayla with sense Delta B R two D two. Anakin and Naked Rick for 196. Yeah, that's. Um, I have two more points than you somewhere. Uh, you have an R2. I, I kept R2D2, which is oh, pretty fair. either way. I'm at that's like the best oh, random I kept maneuvers on Anakin, is what I did. It's like the best random list I've ever seen. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, That was well done, Yasby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, a bad example because that list is just pretty playable. As yeah. yeah. I, I would have changed up a little by going with Delta 7 Anakin, uh, Sense, and Chopper on Ayla. And R2 Astromech on Rick Ollie. Unfortunately, Chopper is significant. I, 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 would, I would really put Chopper on Anakin over Ayla. Personally. Just because the, the the Delta B chassis ability times with Chopper better than the system phase maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the, the ability to guarantee reposition in a way that's meaningful for Chopper is really strong. The, 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 my thought about that was uh, I wanted to try and keep Anakin below 90 points because that just seems a little risky. Yeah. I mean, you get what you get with Anakin. He's he's similar to Darth Vader, which is, you know, fitting, but like he's a ship that can <laughs> But uh spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Uh for those who haven't seen the movies, um any any single one of the movies them. would have spoiled that for Go you. Watch yeah. them. <laughs> but the point is is he can carry lists by himself if you're confident with him like uh, I think Anakin in the Delta V is one of the like most underrated ships in the game in terms of like once they nerfed Delta V or his price or something the first time he just completely disappeared and like he's still an I six he's soon tier but with three force like but he's nine points more expensive than soon tier dead on arrival okay well no he's a lot more than that because Delta V <laughs> Anakin is what is equivalent to soon tier but with three force okay there um, you go. All but right. The, so, the point is, is he's a ridiculously good ship. Okay, this came out unintentionally great. Uh, Doug, what is a faction that's less likely to come out amazing right out of the barrel? To be fair, I expected well, a lot yeah. of. If we want it to be guaranteed bad, then we pick yeah. resistance and hyperspace. Okay. But if we're sticking with oh, extended. Okay. Oh, we can do that if you want. Yeah, let's, let's try. Re we can make sure. resistance and hyperspace. Let's try the most limited options you get. Uh, what this gives us is. A five ship list that is ding 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 pasting it in the chat. Uh, it's giving us Finn oh. Zari. Oh, a, good lord! That's oh Finn. my god! A that's a fifty point Finn. It's yeah. so bad. Holy cow! Uh, Zari Bangle. 
So half of you, half of your points are Finn and Zari Bangle, a resistance transport generic pilot, a generic Colossus Station mechanic fireball, and Vi Marathi. How do I mean, you make two pods oh, of resistance God. transport generic, one of the B tier A wings, and a generic fireball? How would you make this list not garbage? You're oh, allowed to change on. We're allowed to change around pilots, right? Uh, no, no, no. Keep keep the pilots. Yeah, we, yeah. Want, we want to see some some janky challenges. Well, I just think this is bad. Like, yeah. oh, like, it's I think the, we should yeah, be able to change pilots. Just keep the chassis. So Those naked. Are, if you strip all the upgrades, this is still 150 points of ships. So you've got 50 points of upgrades to work with. Yeah, I'm gonna take Actually, them off in though. Is the point? Also, I feel like we should be able to change pilots with. Yeah, if we're not changing pilots, the, the, a lot of the point of the exercise is lost. Is... Well, okay, so he got stuck with five bad ships. Like, yeah, well, well change, ch- change up the pilots then, and see how you would uh, approach this a little right. differently. Well, I mean, you can't we, change we, up the pilot on the resistance transport because it's hyperspace. We uh, expected it to be bad, and this was just like proving your point of wow, it could be really, really bad. <laughs> oh man, Finn's got to carry this list. I think. Please leave Rose I mean, on Finn. I I took Rose off Finn. No, because how badass would that be if you had a focus, right? And then they shoot at you. And then you're like, Rose. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm making, I'm making virus. <laughs> oh, oh, you're just going to do that. Well, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because you need some kind of offense in this list. And it's, uh, oh, Lordy, this, I don't even know how you. So what happened? We got a random list and now Doug is going to change it completely as the. I'm keeping all the pilots, or keeping all the chassis. Keeping chassis. Oh, chassis, but different pilots. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to do something stupid, so. Hmm. You know, this... I see why the resistance doesn't come up a whole lot in hyperspace, because... You just don't have a lot of really good options. They are not a faction in hyperspace. No, they're they're deaf not. Uh, hmm. What's the one I'm thinking? There we go. Okay, I've got one. Oh, that's oh, that's not actually how that works. So, Uh, I went with Finn in the pod with ATP automated target priority and C3PO, so he can get double calculate and then gets more calculates if he misses. Uh, ZZ in the A-Wing with Starboard Slash, Predator, Proton Rockets, and Ferris for Paint, because there were a lot of points left over, so I oh wanted to put gosh, them in the yeah. one good ship I get. Uh, the Logistics Division pilot, the generic transport, has Leia Organa crew. The generic Fireball gets Thread Tracers and False... Tra- no, that's supposed to be... That's not supposed to be False Transponder codes. That's supposed to be Contraband, which actually puts me over points. Okay. Uh, drop the Predator off ZZ. So it's 3PO <laughs> with ATP and 3PO. ZZ with Starboard Slash, Prockets, and Ferrisphere Paint. The Logistics Division Pilot with Leia. The Colossus Station Mechanic with Thread Tracers and Contraband. And then Rose Tico with ATP and Hondo for 199 points. God damn it, I thought I might get you on the Hondo. But no, nope, we were the yeah. same. Okay, so. I came out to 199 points as well. Only I went with a much dumber gimmick. So I took Finn with Snapshot Automated Target Priority and C-3PO. Merle, you have the points, it's probably fine. Yeah, Merle with snapshot, the resistance transport with ion cannon, Hondo, and Larma Daisy. She's the one that lets you do coordinates, uh, reinforces, and jams, even if you're stressed. Uh, the Colossus Station mechanic with the title, hull upgrade, false transponder codes, and thread tracers, and then Rose with snapshot. Because I figure I with something like, like this, the three snapshots with. With the list. Um, because you're throwing so few red dice, you want to try and just maximize as many random shots as you can get. Yeah, so the idea I went with is essentially Ace Mini Swarm, but <laughs> your Ace is easy. And your Mini Swarm sucks. Your Mini Swarm's bad. But you have Rose with rerolls. You have Leia enabling their their uh, dials better, Hondo coordinating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Finn, is, Finn with 3PO ATP is still a pretty solid ship. Agreed. Yeah, um, agreed. And Rose with the Hondo APT is solid as well, I think. Yeah, but good yeah. lord, did they butcher resistance. Like, why can't the Fireball always take Kaz? <laughs> or even the I-5 one, just for I-5. Like, uh, it's Resistance is tough, man. Yeah, they, they got the short straw for hyperspace for sure. They're, there were a lot of little things they could have done to breathe some life into it, but they were just a little too restrictive. 
All right, then. Uh, Greg, what faction should uh, we look at for another list here to try and make some um, fun with? Let's do... I want to do First Order, but they always get a shuttle, and that's just stupid. I want to go Scum. Let's do Scum. All right, let's do Extended Scum, because that's the most oh, random yeah. you can possibly oh, get. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, like in a good way. No. <laughs> There's one a thing, reason I didn't do scum and extended. <laughs> one thing we probably should have done is changed the options to make it less upgrades preferred. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my. Oh no. So this this option it gives us is Galen Oberos in the Star Viper. So I'm happy to see that. But with Protorps, Electronic Baffle, and Virago. Cad Solus, uh, he is technically a Fang Fighter pilot with Swarm Tactics, Plasma Torps, and Munitions Failsafe. The Autopilot Drone, <laughs> for reasons. And a Freighter Captain with Dengar Crew. I'm uh, pretty sure you can make this list decent. You can make, you can make this list somewhat decent there. Uh, because if you drop all the upgrades, you've got a lot of points to work with here and some good ship-pilot combos, potentially. Okay, so one simple thing you can do, I'm not sure I'd call this amazing, but it's doable. If you, with zero upgrades, Gory, Finn, L3 in the Escapecraft, and Lando in the Falcon all fits. Alright, that's close to what I did. <laughs> I, I had something similar. I did uh, a Black Sun Assassin with Crackshot. Fearless Fen. L3 in the shuttle, then Lando with Gleb, Zam, in the title. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I figured L3 in the escape craft was probably enough. He didn't need Gleb. I went, uh... Jet in the list, you get a useful Star Viper either way. Yeah. And uh, Lando is a pretty underrated scum piece. I'm not going to say he's good, because he's not very high impact. But, like, for 42 points, he's worth his 42 points. He's not bad. He's just not as high impact, like Doug said. Like, yeah, I, I went, uh... I put the title and protectorate Gleb on the freighter captain, so you can dock the autopilot drone and pass some fun stuff around. And then Fearless Fen and Outmaneuver Guri. Oh, that's actually interesting. Oh, that's, actually, that's solid. Yeah. I, are you at 200 Fearless points? Fen. That's 199 there. So right. You actually save I'm a lot of points by doing Gleb and keeping an autopilot drone, just keeping it docked. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. All right, here's what I did. Okay, so I did Guri with Outmaneuver and Advanced Sensors. I did Joy with Ion Torpedoes and Afterburners. Kept the Autopilot Drone. I did Lando with Trickshot and Dengar. No title. Okay, so you're just you're throwing your Autopilot Drone to the Wolves. Yeah, so I'm gonna, so I would there. just use it as uh, Area Denial and then just follow in, I think. I've seen I mean, people do that. That's not a bad call when you're forced to bring these four chassis. Like, <laughs> just going up. Yeah. The, I'm going <laughs> to lose as, little, as few points as possible to the escape craft. So, yeah, I, that's uh, interesting. And God I, uh, bless you for voluntarily taking Joy Rekoff. I uh, I came up with a version of Matt's list that I like a lot. Um, it's Gory with advanced sensors, naked Fen, the freighter captain has Gleb and Landis Falcon. Yeah. So, yeah, that, right that comes up to two hundred there. Yeah. But you you yeah. still have advanced sensors on Gory. Either way, I, this one isn't as good as the Republic list because the Republic list just rolled money. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is like if this showed up to a casual tournament, I wouldn't be like, "What the hell are you doing?" No, yeah, that, that, that right think there. about it in real life, you get a lot of points by just getting rid of the autopilot drone. Yeah. And yeah. that frees up that's a bid. That frees up back on like fearless on fan and outmaneuver on gory. Um that gets you the title on gory for that slightly cheaper or slightly more expensive shield upgrade, slightly cheaper shield upgrade. Um you can do a I lot mean, in your life. If you if you just do outmaneuver advanced sensors gory, fearless fan, and lando with gleb, that's one ninety five. And you could bump Lando down if you wanted to do deeper. Yeah, you can get a twelve-point like. bid. Well, that's without that maneuver. So six-point bid by doing a freighter captain. That's the other thing is Lando is only one point more than the yeah, generic L three. Yeah, only one point more, I think. Yeah, um, and like that is not a tournament-winning list because Gory's a little too reliant on moving second uh, with only a five-point bid. That's pretty risky, but. I mean, like, that's a nasty list against a lot of things. Indeed, and I would drop out maneuver off of any Gory list I have that's more than two ships. Because it's a win more card a lot, and uh, although 
so I, I just did a quick thing and went, okay, what would I do with this list in hyperspace? Because, Doug, you mentioned someone bringing it locally. And, of course, that takes out the Star Viper. But looking at it, Fen naked because there's not a lot of upgrades for him in hyperspace. The autopilot drone, but making the Falcon Han and putting Title and Zam Wessel on board. And then Moldy Crow Kanan is 193 with some extra points to flavor stuff in there. You can throw Gleb on Kanan there. I never actually considered Zam on Han. Like, it's kind of doubling down on Han's problem, which is like he's either amazing or useless yeah. for his points just because he's so expensive. But like, if you could line, could you fit Trickshot on there? That trick shot is not in hyperspace. Oh, it's not in hyperspace, okay. Yeah. But if you could manage a Zam double shot through an obstacle, like that's yeah. actually a lot of dice you're throwing at people. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, uh, I6, I was thinking of, because uh, I was looking at Gleb, and I'm like, oh, Han with an I6 coordinate? But now I think that, oh, this just goes to show there are a lot of options for some forgotten chassis. You know, when's the last time we saw a Scum Falcon on the table? So hear me out in hyperspace as well. You can do Predator Fen, L3 with Gleb, and Dengar, like a Torbzam Dengar, and have yeah. a ton of points left over. Um, you actually can probably get away without Zam and do Punishing 1 because you have a coordinator. And the Punishing 1 is better late game than having right. Torps. Yeah, I'm, either way, the, the point of the exercise was just to, to point out that I think... X-Wing players, and, like, this is a true across a lot of games, like, people in general tend to just go with what they're familiar with, and they let things kind of fall by the wayside forgotten, or just kind of assume it's bad because it hasn't been seen lately. Um, but there's, there are a lot of, of ships and pilots in X-Wing that are better than people give them credit for. Um, I mean, I've won a game with Joy Rekoff on stream, even. That was literally the start of second edition. <laughs> literally <laughs> the first second Wasn't it just a quick build? Like... <laughs> But a, I will take actual, my stream wins an where I actual can get good example is aggressors in the Faroff swarm. The Faroff mm -hmm. was its lone swarms that, yeah. that popped up near the end of uh, I think it was the last galaxies where it really took off. But like the aggressor was a ship that people had just completely written off since the start of second edition. And then a guy was like, what if I just spammed them with Sloan? And it turned out it was great. Now, you mentioned aggressors, and this is something that I had tried to fly once and got my teeth kicked in, but I might want to go back to the well on it. Uh, the aggressor, and I'll have to quickly remind myself of which one it is. It is Lieutenant Kestel, uh, whose ability is while you roll an attack, after the defender rolls defense dice, you can spend a focus token to cancel all of the defender's blank or focus results. Would that possibly be... Uh, so I mean, the problem not a counter to the to the focus passing because it's only usable while you're performing an attack. Yeah, the the problem with Kestel is that you have to spend a focus to do it, and a focus on offense is like if you can convert a result on offense, it's better to do that than to potentially deny their focus results on defense. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like, I mean, if there was some way to stack or pass focus tokens in the Empire, then yeah. yeah. I mean, the closest you can do is Fifth Brother Honor, but then that's a very expensive aggressor. Yeah. Uh, now, if you have an aggressor in your list and four points left over, going from a generic to Kestel is probably fine. And just going, I get an initiative bump, and if I natty or if I don't need the focus, I can use it. I can use the ability to make myself hit harder. But um, I think that's Kestel's general problem: is it's just the 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 cost of spending a focus for our ability is too great. Yeah. The list I had tried to make with that was uh, Lieutenant Kestel with an ion cannon turret and thread tracers. Major Rhymer with Thread Tracers and an Advanced Proton Torpedo, and then two Saber squad Squadron Aces and Gideon Hask. The idea of a bunch of I-4 ships that could theoretically have a very efficient ganging up and focusing fire. The downside is those are also <sighs> ships you don't necessarily want flying in formation because some of them are very vulnerable. Uh, it's really easy to burn a bomber and an aggressor down in a single turn with higher initiative ships. I I think there might be something to that concept, but not with the way I built it. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I had my uh, other problems with the list. I don't like Major Armor personally, but in the spirit of I probably also just dismiss stuff without actually giving it a try. Like, give it a try. Uh, Rhymer literally is only in the list because uh, other than Kestel, he's the other Initiative 4 missile carrier. That is not a good reason to bring a ship. 
for the same initiative. People need to stop doing that. I know a lot of people who do that. Did you have tracers on him? Because that, yeah. that one checks out. Like that, you, yeah, can bring, yeah. you can bring Tomax for two points less for an initiative five. That's true. You should do that instead. But Tomax has a blank pilot ability. Yeah, but so does Rhymer with tracer missiles, and it's two points cheaper, and you're an initiative higher. He's also, well, the idea is he has advanced proton torpedoes, so if he's at range two, you have Kestel shoot first, theoretically give Rhymer the lock for the protorps, and you could do all sorts of fun things there. Uh, I haven't been able to get any of that to work, because again, it's a jank concept list. But the point, you know, I was trying to make was that, you know, we haven't seen named bomber pilots that aren't Jonas show up in lists for a good long time. Uh, there are... I think similar to our discussion about U-Wings was it last pod episode or two episodes ago, I think it's because they're by and large overcosted. Like, Rhymer yeah. is ten more points than a Scimitar. Yeah, exactly, and why? Because somebody did well with him early in 2nd edition, and he got bumped up and hasn't gotten compensated, even though bombers in general have gone down since. That is true. And also because they, the way they reworded Rhymer's ability specifically, in things that got converted with the same feel but different abilities from 1st edition to 2nd edition, like Miranda, for example, same basic ability but much more limited, Rhymer's the same because... Remember, it was possible in first edition to bring Rhymer with Snapshot and, like, Tactician and just wreck everybody's day. Uh, not really wreck it, but Yeah, but that was, more of a, that was more of a product of, of first edition getting too bloated and being unable to deal right, with Right, but the idea of restricting Rhymer's ability to say it only works with missiles and torps, specifically so you don't get interactions like that, was, I think, while it seems like, you know, solving a problem that wasn't a problem, it was forward thinking so that that kind of unintended interaction didn't come up again. Yeah, it was future-proofing, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I think my Rhymer's only problem is that he's 10 points more than Scimitar for a two-initiative and a still largely meaningless ability. Like, Very his true. ability does stuff but for the most part you can just fly better and get the same results with a different pilot there's a lot of pilots uh, like that um zari bengals one of them yes indeed uh, yeah. like we talk about that a lot like you could take a different pilot that is better overall if you can learn to play better yeah that's probably something we should quantify more because uh, a lot of times when spittle and i say things aren't worth it it's because it's possible to save points by bringing a generic of the same initiative or a different pilot and getting the same results by just making better choices. Right. That can also well, have a lot of shorthand that we developed over five years of only talking about X-Wing. So, like, we still, we'll say something on the podcast that sounds weird, and that's part of it, too. But I agree with the, like, um, yeah. Well, here's an interesting question to kind of wrap up this optimization idea and talk about unused pilots. What is a named pilot that you don't see, probably for good reasons, but you'd really want to be good for some reason? Biggs. Biggs? I think, I think, well, I guess, I think Biggs should be used yeah. a lot more than he is. Yeah, Biggs, as is, should be used more, I think. I agree. All right. Damage passing is so good. Mm -hmm. Greg, what about you? Uh, I'm probably a broken record, but Vinny. <laughs> I really thought you were I thought it was tubes. I thought we thought it was No, no. No, he's already great. <laughs> oh, respect. Uh, so Venny, of course, being the uh you get to change something to a focus if you're in an You get ally. to add a focus result right. if uh, the attacker Addy. is in uh a mobile firing arc of your friendly. So you or an, an A Wing that's around. Yeah, I would I would really like him to be good. Yeah, straight um, up adding a die result is always good. Yeah, but he's on the Star Fortress, so yeah, yeah he, it's a chassis <laughs> problem. Like, so it's I... not necessarily make Vinny good. I would just like for somehow to make uh, the Star Fortress good. And I actually uh, think that that would be a fun episode is if we picked a chassis or two and we came up with a configuration that would quotation marks fix them. So I definitely think you could do configurations to make the mm -hmm. the Star Fortress. Yeah, or more interesting like configuration, a bomber configuration. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. or like, you know, put put Venny right. in an A wing. No, Ooh. that would be dumb. 
We Ooh. already have a problem A-Wing and Hera. We don't need to add more problem A-Wings. ZZ's also probably a problem. Yeah. Indeed. Like, well, Alex, what's a name pilot that you would uh, like to I see? I would like to see a Gree who didn't live or die by moving last. Um, like a, a legit, a non-advanced sensor Gree that had... Yeah, like a non-advanced sensor... Uh, yeah. Basically, get rid of the system slot, some kind of configuration to make them a real ship without advanced sensors. Um, by extension, the rest of the Star Vipers probably improve as well. But I want, I want, I want to play Gory, but I hate how much she lives or dies by moving last. I think something they could do with that is I'm trying to think of a ship that takes advanced sensors for a reason that isn't problematic pre-positioning. So they could really like bump up the price of advanced sensors to bring down the base price of Gory. Yeah, she's and then... so expensive for a calculate. Yeah, like she's she's ten points more than than Gizor, which I mean she's an initiative higher, but like she is. But if she went down four or five, but advanced sensors went up four or five, like you could still do the same priced fat Gory with advanced sensors stuff. But maybe there's something more with a budget Gory that uh yeah, that doesn't take advanced sensors. And I, I basically I don't even I just want something similar to how the generic Star Vipers work. I want something I want a Gory who can function in a world that is the same as those Star Vipers and not advanced sensors world. And on the Star Vipers note, my pick would be uh, Dalen Obros in the Star Viper. Yeah. Or, you know, just because his ability can be so fun, but I I would like to see him use more, just because it's it's fun. It's it's a trick thing. But to be honest, you mentioned it, I'd like to see lists that can somehow take advantage of Zyzor's ability. He turns anybody within range zero to one of him into a Biggs, we know damage passing is good. This is a very limited form of it, though, which is why no one's ever really tried to exploit it. Uh, I say it's almost a bummer that they bumped him down to I four. He was yeah. PS seven in first edition. Mm -hmm. Like he's at I four. He's a little bit too low to be the anchor of your list. But if he was but a five, if he was a I5, five, then you could yeah. bring like some Kirax with him or something and go. Okay, he's going to joust with them, and his ability is going to make sure that he gets to the end game. Or then he can then be an AC ship and use the funky barrel roll to be a you know a terror against one or two remaining ships. I think that could have been interesting. Yeah, it absolutely could have. Oh, better what? instincts win. No. I'm sorry, uh, we're I'm just looking, kidding. We're looking for a new fourth podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our, we don't know. say those words here. I know. Uh, well, Greg can start his own two B station podcast. <laughs> We could call uh, it the Porkins podcast, and I'm stealing Matt. Yeah. <laughs> there he does all the work for this podcast. We need him. <laughs> yeah, give me some respect once in a while. All right. I respect you sometimes. So we do have our. Uh, I respect our... all the work you do, Matt. That's fair. Oh, I respect me too. The work. I respect the work. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, before we wrap up, do we have any shout outs to give this week? My father, Bob Howe. Yep. All right. Uh, Ryan Krauss. <laughs> yep. And uh, award-winning director Ryan Krauss, who's been doing great running our uh, our league. I'd like to shout out Dr. Donna Smith. Yes. Uh, congratulations to Greg's wife Donna, who achieved her doctorate in uh, nursing. Was it? Yes. That's right. Yep. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, just the work she's had to put into that. We've said it enough times on this podcast. Well, well not enough, actually, because she's just done amazing. And that's been a hell of an accomplishment, especially while raising and having two kids. Yes. it's. I mean, it's been a three and a half year process. She went through the fast track. And so three and a half years, we've had two children. I've deployed once. And our first child had five surgeries before the age of two. So it has been, and a pandemic, right? So, yeah, not to, yeah, she had to do all her practicals during this last year of pandemic. Yeah, insane. So we thought that it was going to be delayed, but then she really busted her butt and got all of her clinicals done prior to having the baby. So then she was just doing her thesis while she's been home. And yeah, she absolutely nailed it. She's an amazing. Hold on. In addition to all this, she finished and defended her thesis while on maternity leave. Yes, and cool. presented it three times: once to like the Kansas State Board, and uh, you know it was crazy. Like, and she might, which I don't know pretty much anything about all that stuff, but she's talking about getting published potentially, and so she's yep, yeah, she's awesome. All right, Greg, the uh, the numbers don't lie. Your wife is OP and must be nerfed. 
<laughs> no, no, it's the only thing I have. <laughs> you have two kids, Craig. <laughs> what? Oh, I mean, your family is the only. Thing. <laughs> yeah, she's the anchor to my life. She's the only way that I have out of the army. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. Congratulations, Donna. She's worked hard for it. Yes, she has. All right. Well, with that, for Toshi Station Radio, I'm Matt. I'm Doug. I'm Smittle. Or Alex. Which one? And I'm Greg. You have to you have to say what your name is. We can't answer that for you. <laughs> what we do this every episode. Oh. I'm Alex. <laughs> are you though? Are are we sure? Reading, I was reading an article while well, while this was going on. That was a bad idea. Okay, I'm Alex. Sure you are. Yeah. Anyway, guys, until we see you next time, respect the tubes. 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 I refuse. More like boo. I said boo. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Toshi Station Radio. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Follow us on our social media on Facebook at Toshi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast. On Twitter at Toshi Station XW. On Twitch at Toshi Station X-Wing. And on YouTube at Toshi Station X-Wing. If you want to help us offset our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com slash ToshiStationXWing and toss us a few credits to help keep the huts off our back. Stay safe, fly well, and we'll see you next episode.